Hi, Margo. Hi, Sonia. Welcome to Baba Yaga Break Time. It is indeed a break time, I guess. I don't know. What are we talking about today? Today. What are you, what are you teaching me while we take a little break? Uh, I thought we could talk about demon sex for a bit. <laughs> uh, and how it was a I real problem in the Middle Ages. So we're getting ready for Valentine's Day. Yeah. What could be more romantic? A demon travels all the way from the depths of hell to come mm. and seduce you? Are you kidding mm. me? Are you kidding me? The sparks, the energy. We love it. Ah. Uh. I love a partner who's willing to put in some effort. <laughs> Long distance relationship, not a problem. Um, I mean, so <laughs> so what? What? Uh, yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know how to start. Okay, this. well, I guess I'm going to start it with. I am a medievalist, and I do like my area right. of expertise is. The Middle Ages in Europe, for mm. the most part, just like the like hegemonic mm -hmm. cultural situation, which is like, uh, yeah, so very much the like mainstream hegemonic culture. It's European Christianity, Middle Ages into the early modern period. So that's what I can talk about today. Right. I'm sure that there's demon sex stories from other times and places and cultures but that's the one that i know about so basically right. demonic sexual activity was a real point of concern in the middle ages because in right, right the like christian tradition you have this concept of demons as like malevolent spirits who are minions of the devil and like do evil things on earth mm-hmm and right they could be doing they, they could be getting up to a lot of things like these are malevolent spirits they can be like just causing general misfortune causing mayhem mm -hmm. you know maybe mm -hmm. your animals die or whatever so that's a demon potentially it could go all the way up to demonic possession okay. and then you need to bring in an exorcist and it's a whole thing but right. one point of consideration in particular was the sexual behavior of demons, because obviously having sex with a is... I'm just going to say that personally, I don't really care what um, demons get up to in the privacy of the bedroom. It's really just when they're trying to shove it down our throats... <laughs> You know, I mean the the real problem was <laughs> the demon, the demonic agenda. I mean the real problem in the Middle Ages was more so that it um, it 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 was not consensual for the most part. Um, in the understanding of demons in the Middle Ages, it is that they are showing up in the night mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. having their way with people whether those people were into it or not fucked up man because there basically is 
I mean, we get the first kind of mention of an incubus, which is like mm -hmm. the kind of quote unquote like male sexual demon. Right. We'll get into the why that's quote unquote <laughs> later, but the incubus as a sexual demon dates to at least as early as Augustine's City of God. And mm -hmm. we also see it in Isidore of Seville's Etymologies. And in both cases, they're being linked to these kinds of sexual, um, like, sexual pagan entities. So Augustine links the incubi to fawns, while okay. Isidore of Seville is linking them to the god Pan. So, right, there's this kind of idea that the incubus is some sort of, like, mythological creature but as right. the, but it is like yeah. it's real and it's coming in and yes okay. it's real and it wants so to have sex case, with you whether does, you want it or not does the so it, here's my question um in this like larger understanding of like sp spiritual beings for Augustine and I don't know who the other person was Isidore, are these old gods like real? Like, why are they linking it to Pan if there's only one Christian god? Um, or it's basically they're not explicitly saying like this is a god. It's more so saying like ah, like these older pagan beliefs like they actually were misunderstanding things right like these were actually demons okay. or some other right. types of like you know malevolent spirits it's it's kind of okay. in the same same vein that like you know ideas of like fairies and trolls and like those sorts of things like continue on even with the christianization of europe because right. it's like they're not thinking of this as like oh pan actually is like a god it's like oh no you were like confused about the nature of this being right right yeah and also that these are just sort of like lesser supernatural beings because there is this sort of like mishmashy kind of <laughs> ideas of right like there isn't a hard line of like this is the mm -hmm. like natural world and there's one god and that's it mm -hmm. there's very much a like we have the natural world but we also have the supernatural that's like hanging on right at right, right in the margins of right. places right like there's there's other like stuff out there there's other creatures in this world yeah but as the Middle Ages progress, it does become more so linked to, like, more explicitly to, no, these are actually incorporeal beings because they are, it, it basically changes to demons are similarly to, like, angels, basically, right? Like, they're not actually physical beings, but they can take right. on corporeal forms as needed. Yeah. So... Okay. 
That's why we start seeing from the 12th century on, you have scholastic theologians who talk about demons and sex and what that would mean, because you have stories, for example, write stories of Merlin, where he's supposed to be half demon. But this raises a lot of issues because it raises the question of, well, okay, so then you could hypothetically have a person who is an infant who's born half demon half half evil half yeah like half evil and how do we understand this like how do we square that away because you know we also don't want to be saying like this baby is a demon (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that would also cause a lot of complications for like does that baby then have like an immortal soul that can be saved like can demons like demons don't because they're they were never people they don't yeah. have souls right no, so like they, they don't can't have be... like free will they don't have yeah. like but no this is where it gets interesting though because indeed <laughs> there is an explanation for how oh. this works so by the 1250s we see the idea that essentially yeah. demons cannot actually they, they cannot bear offspring and they cannot, like, impregnate anyone because, remember, they are not physical beings. They don't actually yeah. have a proper corporeal form. Right. But, but. but there are people saying, like, no, I was, I was visited by a demon and I was raped by a demon. And now yeah, I'm pregnant. And now I'm pregnant. Okay. Which... A whole bunch of different speculations on what that, how how exactly these kinds of ideas come about, right? Like, and how mm-hmm. people are, you know, potentially in some cases, it's like, well, it can be someone's trauma response that mm-hmm. you know they genuinely truly believe this, but there's also speculation of like women could have used this as a way to not reveal the father of their child mm-hmm. if this was a situation where they didn't want to you know be mm-hmm. associated with this individual anymore it's like no demon right. baby sorry demon sorry it was a demon it, it was a demon i don't know what to tell you <laughs> right and it's also like of course it's very hard to like retroactively diagnose but right a lot of the kind of demon sex has also been tied to ideas of sleep paralysis, right? Like the idea of a sleep paralysis demon. Mm, mm-hmm. But so back to how they procreate, <laughs> this is important. <laughs> right. So this is how they square. This is demons can make temporary bodies uh-huh. right, out of whatever, right? They can mm-hmm. use human corpses or they can use their like magical powers to take on a corporeal form temporarily. And step one is they become a succubus, which is the, like, quote-unquote female demon. Right. Again, because it's not not an actual body, but it, like, has anatomically, like, it has a (laughs) vagina, so we're going to call it that. And so the succubus goes and either seduces or just rapes a man. Right. And she uses this form to steal his semen. Right. Right? So like now, you do. So now she's got the semen. <laughs> then, 
everyone's goal. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> and then the demon is able to change forms because again, the body is not mm-hmm. like yeah, actually corporeal. And then change forms to become an incubus. Mhm. Meaning that this body now has a penis. Right. And the, the demon has the stored <laughs> semen. So now the incubus can go and rape a woman or seduce her Mm -hmm. either way and then impregnate her with the semen therefore even though you had sex with a demon if a baby results as it's still like a regular baby yes as alice cullen would say it's or rosalie (laughs) rosalie cullen will say it's just a baby baby it's just a little baby so that was basically the situation was you can have demon sex but it will result in a fully human child no harm no foul dope i guess i don't know i just feel like so like then so is the understanding then that like so the the demon can like pop up in one town, steal a bunch of sperm, and then just go to a completely different place. Because like if you're in a t- if you're in a pl- area and you're like, I am pregnant now because I was raped by a demon, but like none of the men in your town are like I too. I I think that's basically the understanding because like again the demons aren't taking. Like, they aren't... Yeah. They, they don't have, like, bodily needs, right? Yeah. Like, they don't have to eat, they don't have to sleep, and, like, they can basically take on different forms. So, you know, they could go be a succubus, collect the semen, right. fly away in their demon form that has, like, wings and stuff, show up right. in another town, and turn into an incubus to impregnate a woman. And then does anybody... Is there, I mean, I just feel like this should be the most, like, medieval soap opera moment ever, is if, like, you're like, okay, I got, (laughs) I got pregnant because I was raped by this demon, um, but then, like, your kid starts growing up, and everybody in the town is like, that demon baby looks so much like, you know, John the Carpenter. But John hath never been assaulted by a demon. <laughs> like... Again, I think the issue is more so like I, I don't know how often this would have actually played out in like real life where someone was actually claiming to have right. been raped slash seduced by a demon. But I think it's just more so I think it's a very interesting way that people are understanding these, like, supernatural forces, right? And, like, how are you going to square these ideas with, like, your lived experience of the world? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think it's also just really interesting, right? Like, the, the... Like, the motivations of the demons here... Yeah. Because it's basically like half the time, right? Pro- in in the Middle Ages, probably more than half the time. It's just the demons going around wanting to 
cause you harm, like just mm-hmm. for fun, for fun mm-hmm. and profit. <laughs> and that's when they're raping you. And when they're seducing you, the idea is that they want you to come and join their legions they're... in hell. So right. they are making you sin because having sex with a demon is like definitely choosing to have sex with a demon 100% not not okay 100% right. a sin right and we start seeing this shift in like by the late 15th century and into the early 16th there's actually we see a big shift where right like in the middle ages it's predominantly the demons are raping you you don't have a choice in it but by the yeah. like late 15th early 16th century it has changed to no actually the demons are seducing people and in a lot of cases you get the idea that it's satan himself having sex with humans and then this becomes tied Mm. to witchcraft right and it becomes this idea of you know they want to that it, it basically moves away from being seen as like mostly assaults to being seen as like Ah, yes, this is, like, you signed the devil's book and you, like, (laughs) wanted to have sex with the goat man, (laughs) like. Right. So, again, it's just sort of this, this shift in how people are understanding, you know, the supernatural and demonology and Mm -hmm. that kind of general vibe. Interesting. Yeah. But either way, rest assured, if you have sex with a demon, the baby will be is, a fully human, um, so no worries about that. Excellent. Well, that That is comforting to know. Stay safe out there. This has okay. been Baba Yaga Break Time. Thanks for joining us for a break. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And an extra special shout out to our Patreons, patrons on Patreon, <laughs> who yeah. make all of this possible. Yeah, thank you guys. And we'll okay. see you next time. Bye bye. This Baba Yaga break time was brought to you by Patreon supporters just like you. Follow us at Baba Yaga Project on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok.